They gave the most inspirational player award to Aaron Rodgers. He played four plays. It's player, not guy standing on the sideline. Like, <laughs> I, it, it, like I said, it's I, I'm so torn because I love I love you know my Jets. I love everything, but it's like I don't I don't understand that. Boy, Lavernius Coles with his main man, Wayne Corbett. Coming off of a great victory. What a time to break up uh, the ice in the new year. Uh, beating the Patriots. We hadn't beat them in a long time, I think, in 15 tries. So, man, how you doing, man? Happy New Year, brother. Yes, Happy New Year. I was looking back at the date of our last one. Uh, yeah, lots happened. Happy New Year to you. Happy holidays. And, yes, uh, good year to start the, um, you know, the, the new year with a win, especially in New England. Uh, like I say, 15 in a row, yeah. uh, you know, to get that behind us. And obviously, if this is uh, Belichick's last game as a Patriot coach, what a way to uh, to send them out. You know what I mean? So, uh, season ended good. We're 1-0 in 2024. <laughs> Let's rock and roll, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that 1-0 means much right now. We nothing. Have, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, got a long way to go, man. I mean... <laughs> The game itself was satisfactory. I mean, um, you had guys dropping balls. You had Breeze showing why he's great. He got an awesome running style that fits that type weather. He played at Iowa, so he knows what it's like. Well, Iowa State, so to say. So he's used to playing in that type of uh, atmosphere. Um, he did his thing, of course, and you got to see what you've got in a running back uh, for the future. Uh, when the time comes, you can't devalue him at all and try to say running backs – don't mean nothing because, like right. I told, I said, I said this a while ago. If they don't pay him, somebody else will. And he would, he would get that McCaffrey money, if not more, because the boy is a baller. And as yeah. they call him, he is him. He <laughs> is that dude. For him yeah. coming off the injury like this, man, excited to see what the future holds. Um, I guess the next thing will be before we get to uh, Garrett and his exit interview is do you think there should be any changes made right now? Because right now, where do the jets go from here with the off season looming? And is it still super bowl or bust for them next year with them not just being one piece away? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at this point, obviously news came out right away. Uh, you know, Woody Christopher said that no changes will be made to the coaching staff. Uh, or management, you know, or, or the GM, and I understand that, you know, you take a mulligan on in the year because, um, you know, Aaron came in, all the expectations, he gets hurt after four plays. It's like, uh, partly I'm like, all right, I understand that uh, that was the plan, it didn't work out, but part of me is like, dude, you from four games, uh, four plays till right now when we're talking, I think a lot more stuff should have been done. We, it, I don't think we should have waited from play four in game one to like, all right, after uh, January, like, all right, let's decide. I think a lot should have been decided way before this where we're saying, you know, changes need to be made. Uh, they should have started this during the year and not, you know, to turn into 2024. So it's frustrating, but I get that they kind of get a mulligan uh, and a chance to do it over. Um, I don't know. Do you think they should have been firings in the uh coaching staff uh, 
I don't know how you do it. I mean, you don't have to fire anybody, but you, you can make changes uh, midway through a season if you have some potential guys that are in the building that can help your team move the ball better and make adjustments. You feel like we should make changes, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right now. What's the, what's the, they say the definition of insanity is continue to do the same thing over or whatever, get the same results, and think yeah. it's going to change. Yeah. What anybody that knows football cannot tell me that you can insert Aaron Rodgers into this offense and think that you're going to either make it to the Super Bowl or make an AFC championship. Yeah. I was under the impression that it was Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. Not win 10 games, not just yeah. make it to the playoffs. You cannot tell me, again, I want to repeat myself, that if you inserted Aaron Rodgers into this offense for a full season, that you would expect much more than what you got other than maybe two or three more wins. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't see a difference. And you can't tell me that you don't need to make changes in order to improve what has happened this year. And if yeah. you continue to do this, next year you're not asking for a Super Bowl. You're just asking to try to try to just reach 10 wins. Yeah. 10 wins could possibly land you out of the playoffs. Because remember, you're looking up at the Dolphins and you're looking up at uh, Buffalo. Yeah. Like I said, the, the comment was made, all right, you know, this is what we need to do. <laughs> this comment could have been made months ago. Like, and like you said, that's the thing. Like, all right, we're bringing Aaron. Say we had Aaron... And that and that team, with no injuries, are we still you know a deep playoff run or a Super Bowl? No. That's the thing that's crazy. Even if he didn't get hurt uh, and these people didn't get hurt, I I still don't know if we would have made it. And that's that's scary, man. Like people are like assuming like all right, it's Aaron, you know, it happened to Aaron, uh, and that's the reason why. No, there's a lot more reasons. Uh, than than just that, uh, and that's uh that's scary because we thought we were a piece or two away from being you know Super Bowl c contender. I think we're more than that. Yeah. You know, well, I, you think I know. So I'm glad you, yeah. you speak that perspective. All I can say is right now we have a lot of outside distractions. No football games are being won. Prices of tickets are going up. Fans ain't happy. We're we're, we're not one piece away. Uh, and if you had an opportunity to watch Garrett Wilson's uh, exit interview with the press, you would know there's more issues to be dealt with with how this kid responded to this interview. And if you don't feel bad for him and the way things are going and people are like, well, he had two great seasons. This kid was like, this is the worst football I've been around in my life. That says a lot for a guy in his second year. This is the worst football I've been around in my life. That ain't good. When yeah. other teams are making adjustments, we're not making adjustments. That's saying a lot. Again, from a young kid that's supposed to be your star wide receiver. Yeah. After a, 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 what is it, a rookie of the year, another thousand yard season this year. Yeah. And he's like, I don't. And, and he knows Aaron's coming back, so he ain't even sound excited to play with Aaron coming up. That's how bad it is. Yeah. He's like, okay, Aaron, yeah, well, he'll be back this year, but man, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know man. how much of a difference Aaron would have made, basically. Yeah, that that's the thing, like you said. Um, all right, so look at that. He didn't play uh, but four plays, but look at 
<laughs> I'm thinking like I, I click on Jets, New York Jets news to see um, what comes up. First things, Aaron. I mean, Garrett, you know, Aaron comes up, and and the big uh, thing was he came out and says uh, the bullshit that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building, quote unquote. Dude, if you look at it, the, I think if you go back, uh, most Google searched of 2023, it'll be Aaron Rodgers and Taylor Swift. That's like <laughs> the two most searched thing. Dude, every day. It wasn't like, you know, game weekly updates. It was daily. It was hourly updates on Aaron Rodgers and everything he does. And he wants to bullshit to get out of the building. He bought 90% of it was about him and what he thought, what he felt, what they're thinking about him and this and that. I'm like, listen, I I don't know the guy. Uh, Obviously, one of the best to ever do at a quarterback. But, man, they need to get changed this, man. That is the biggest distraction I've ever seen in a season. And it started six months before the season started. This is, uh, they need to change the whole culture there, man. Well, I don't think they're going to get it done, you know, right now because uh, based on the way they're moving, I'm not going to say what they're saying, that this is Aaron's show. Aaron is running this. Even though he's saying that he don't want distractions and all of that stuff. Buddy, ain't you on Pat McAfee every other Tuesday or something like that? Or anything that doesn't need, that's not helping us win, doesn't need to be in the building. A lot of that revolves around him. You think if he played up in New England with Bill Belichick, that he would be allowed to do that on a weekly basis and you're not even playing? Dude. Or even if Bill Parcells was the coach. Yeah. Not happening. (laughs) Not happening. (laughs) Not happening. No time. No. I don't get get how... um... I don't get how it, it, it turned into that. It's it, it's like it was the Aaron Rodgers show, and the guy played for. Poor, listen to this. All this stuff comes out. I want to seem like you know uh, weird about it, but <clears throat> Jets gave out awards uh, end of the year. You know, you know, best guy with this, the nice guy, hardest worker, MVP, the Curtis, the Curtis Martin uh, MVP award. Um, you know, it's named after him. And then uh, they have an award called the Dennis Bird Most Inspirational Player Award. Uh, and I received, you know, one year um, in the beginning of my career. And it was awesome. You know, Dennis Bird, you know, everybody knows what happened. He got hurt, you know, paralyzed. And uh, what he did, he was able to go uh, for the coin toss, uh, you know, get out there. And uh, it was so moving. And I was so touched by it. They gave the most inspirational player award to Aaron Rodgers. He played four plays. It's player, not guy standing on the sideline. Like, <laughs> I, it, it, like I said, it's I, I'm so torn because I love I love you know my Jets. I love everything, but it's like I don't I don't understand that. You know, um, and like I said, I, I got it, and that's great. But I'm like everything revolves around this guy. How is he most inspirational? Well, you got you got to remember the culture is different there now because yeah. of him. this isn't this isn't like um, you know where we were playing where the culture was set in the locker room by the older guys that paved the way. He walked in and changed the culture instantly. His co- to his culture, yeah. yeah, it's his culture now. It ain't nobody, yeah. ain't no older guy culture. He's the culture. Oh. it sounds like he's telling Woody on what to do. So, I mean, I'd be honest, just just the way it works. Like, I, I need these guys here. 
or oh, I don't want to play no more. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Y'all, y'all can throw it in the yard on the way by the house, but, yeah. but this is what I'm going to do. He has taken control of this organization, not the team, yeah. the organization. And I think that if this team does not win early this upcoming season or things get better for them, I would hate to see the blowback that you get from not only the fans, but the guys in that locker room, if they don't get this thing fixed quickly. Quick. Yeah. All of the stuff that we, they went through this year was all predicated, we ain't got in. Oh, we ain't got in. Now, when you get in and things don't go good, <laughs> oh my, but I would love to be a fly on the wall because I'm telling you, there's going to be some furniture moving in that locker room <laughs> because guys ain't going to be happy talking about you going to do a show on Tuesday. You need to be here with us. Whatever hour you got to give to them, you need yeah. to put the hour in the, in, in the film room with us on this day. Cause it ain't gonna be fun, and and like I say, Mr. Johnson, God bless you, my brother. But you have to figure this out before it gets bad. Now I don't know what type of overhaul he gonna he gonna have to do to get that offensive line straightened out. Cause you ain't just no top ten pick away. You ain't the tenth pick away to get that line fixed yeah. or a guy coming back. You're gonna have to make some changes to help this team win some ball games next year. And, and Lord forbid they come out with a schedule like they had this past year where they got one of the hardest schedules there is in the league in the first eight games where you possibly could lose six out of them eight. I ain't going to come to no games until after week 10. You ain't going to see me, Wayne. I'm not coming up there to deal with it. If I, when I see this schedule and if it don't look uh, good, yeah. Buffalo twice, Miami twice. Remember, we had the discussion a while ago, and I say, man, look at this schedule. Yeah. And look at these guys that got to play. These teams ain't no joke. You got Buffalo and Miami in the playoffs. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like, all right, we, like you said, all right, we get Aaron back check. And then, like I said, it, it wouldn't, it would, I don't know if it would have worked out. It, it, you know, it like, like we're thinking, though, like, you know, you know, whatever, if, if it, you know, if he didn't get hurt, we would have been there. It's like, like I said, we're 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 pieces away, and uh, it you know people talk you know they say oh the Jets find a way to mess up, uh, you know they win a game and you know we move back a pick and maybe we can't get all oh, the lineman from Notre Dame, or the line from Penn State, um, but yeah I'm happy they won, but um, there's always some kind of conflict. There's always some kind of like uh, you know it's just. It's just, you look at the year, and it's so frustrating, uh, and, and it could be more frustrating, like you said, game one, or game this, and game two, you're like, wow, we're, we're in the same position we were last year. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I was going to say, sort of getting better, like, all right, we're going to have Aaron for a year or two, and, and we're, we're going to push for, what about the third, fourth, fifth, through tenth, tenth season after that? We can't what, what, just prep for these next two years. It's not a little window with that young defense and the young, you know, Brees and, you know, Garrett and all those guys. We need to do this before their contracts come up in the next 10 years. This can't be just a two-year shot and that's it, you know? What do you, what do, you do if you trade away Zach and then Aaron goes down the eighth play? Dude, we need two. two we need two quarterbacks. And we need like two starting lines. We need a, a first. No, yeah, we get, we need a, a first starting lineup on the O line, and then a second. 
that's how much we need, just like we have kind of have like a second starting line for uh, defense. Yeah. You know, we got those four ends, you know, we got uh, – and they rotate. We need that on offense. We need that much, I think, still on offense. You need a lot on offense. You need another wide receiver to take some of the pressure off of um, Wilson, yeah. Garrett. Then you need offensive line, guys that you can plug and play that can move and play multiple positions. Yeah. And you need a starting offensive line. Yeah. And then you need a quarterback that can stay healthy for the entire year. And one behind them. Yeah. But yeah. if you're talking about trading away Zach Wilson, where do you go? I don't know. Well, that, all the guys. Said, there's more questions than answers on this team. And yeah. then again, if you saw the way this kid was talking during his interview, somebody need to call him and send him some flowers because he, he needs some Garrett needs some flowers. He needs a hug. I felt bad for him. I, I mean, I dropped the tail just, just watching the interview. I'm like, kid, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Make me want to come out of retirement and coach <laughs> receivers and go to back farm every day and fight. Hey, man. Say, hey bro, hey, we got to switch this up. Help yeah. this kid out. Yeah. Make adjustments. They taking this away. What are we going to do? I liked it. I like that he came out and, and spoke his mind. He And it was, it was him personally. Yeah. He wasn't bashing anybody. It was just how he felt and it's good that he cares and it's good that it wasn't about personal accomplishments and statistically in the first two years of career he's you know was one of the best to do it statistically and the fact that he's not happy with 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 and uh like my first two years was four and 28 and i you know i had the most actually i had the most catches ever in the first two years of career, uh, 150 catches, which has been broken, you know, a- a- after that. And the fact that that's how I felt um, at 4 and 28, and he feels that way, you know, and, you know, they, you know, they won some games. Um, it'll just show you how much he cares. And he's the right guy. I think he's just, I think he officially is the spokesperson for that offense. Um, right. And I'm not taking, no, I'm not discrediting nothing he's done. Yeah. If you go back over the years and you put my uh, targets, my first two years, and your targets over the first two years in the league, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure he probably has way more targets than we have combined. It's different with, now. Different, with, the it's different now. With, with the opportunities that he's getting, yeah, you should have those numbers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You should have those numbers. But – I'm not taking away from what he's done, but with the opportunities he's getting, yeah, and with though that amount of opportunities, he knows that there should be something more coming out of the production that he has, and he shouldn't feel the way he feel right. watching that interview with the with the opportunities that he's getting. There's something more there, and that's all I'm saying. I, I get it. People are like, well, you getting paid, you should just be happy. No, the kid wants to win. Yeah, you, you, as an athlete, you can't win regardless. When you complain and you getting the ball all the time that you know you just want to win, well, shut up, you're getting paid. When you complain, when you when you uh making a ton of money and you complaining that you know you want more because you outperforming your contract, well, you getting paid enough. All you're doing is playing a game. Right. No matter which way you go, somebody's not going to be happy with you. This right. kid is what you want. You want somebody that cares about winning football games, not about personal accolades or having their face plastered on TV or being the star, he wants to genuinely win. Yeah. That characteristic yeah. itself shows that he is what you want there. 
figure out how to make this kid happy. Somebody, like I say, need to pick up the phone. If I had his number right now, I'd probably get on a plane and fly out there and give him a hug. Hey, buddy, you what you want to eat? Where you want to go to dinner? You, whatever you need, let's figure this out. You want me to be the bad guy and write this letter to the team? Because there's no way that ownership and management should look at that interview and say, we're not changing nothing. Right. You know, mm. it, it, yeah, he, he thinks about that. Good job. Yeah, we're receivers. We get it. Like you said, the targets. Are we happy? You know, you know, how do we feel if we don't get the ball, a target in the first quarter, first half? But I'm looking, he switched his number back to five. Uh, and it's sad because I read so many comments saying, oh my God, I just bought my son number 17, Garrett <laughs> Wilson, for. Christmas, I just got my Garrett, and I mean, he already announced he's moving to five, but now that leads me into this. Number, seven, uh, number 17 is now available. Who's number 17? Uh, Devontae Adams. Th that's big news. I understand that. You know, that's one of the things. If they have, they get Devontae, the new number 17, and you got Garrett, you still need another really good receiver. Or Allen's Lazard to do something. It's like, like you said, we're more pieces away than we think. Even if we get Devontae Adams in the passing game, and then you look, and the passing game coordinator is coming back. Everybody's coming back. Like you said, there's more changes, more questions than answers, and that was beginning to be my biggest thing. Like, where where do we start? What's the first step we do tomorrow? What what, what do we do? Tomorrow, what's the, what do we do? What's the first thing? Who do you call up? Who do you sign? What's the conversation today, today and tomorrow? The first. Where do you start? Where do you start? As, as I'm, I'm playing the owner. I'm gonna walk in the room. How do we fix this offensive line? Right. That is it. You start there. There's no other way. If you go out and you get another wide receiver and you draft a linebacker top ten, they have lost their freaking mind. I'm just being yeah. honest. You need to figure out how to fix the old line. Yeah. Period, point blank. I don't care who you bringing there to throw the ball to. Yeah. You have to have time to throw the ball. Yeah. Unless you're gonna unless you unless we go into flag football and we're gonna play seven on seven every week. I, I don't I, I didn't know we did that yet. Like we were signing up for the Olympics that's coming up. Not happening, bro. Right now, we are horrible up front. Horrible. You got so many questions. You got to deal with Makai Beckton. I don't know what year this is for him on his contract. I think he's a free agent. Or either he's yeah. going to his fifth year. Um, not that that matters because I think I think he gave up more sacks than anybody in the NFL. Hey, they could have put me out there and let me cut block. I probably would have did better than him. Um, you, I mean, he, he could have lined up and, and, and he just should have threw dirt in people's eyes at the snap of the ball and, and done better than what he did. They have to figure out how to help this offensive line, to help this offense, because you can't be creative without time. I watched them do what, what, uh, eight man blocking schemes with Chicago the other day to figure something out. Just keep the tight end in. Everybody just block, and yeah. and Justin Field was still getting sacked. The Jets ain't even attempt to do no eight. They just still got people out, and no matter what happened, they yeah people running free to the quarterback and you telling me that these kids don't know who to block, but you're not making any changes. The offensive line coach going to be back. Yeah. Uh, 
And they're bashing him. They're back. They don't want him back. The the passing coordinator gonna be back. The passing coordinator be like, man, don't you don't you throw the ball? We're we're running we're running fifty four times. I don't want to blame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? You have that's to look the running at back coach. Go down yeah. the hall. That's the running back coach. You have to look at this objectively and say, where is our problem starting? It's starting up front. And I said this before the season started when uh, Salah was in training camp saying, we got to figure out who we are. Dude. Y'all ain't figured out who you are thus far? Yeah. And you're going to keep everything the same? <laughs> yeah, Lavernius. You the idiot. You the, you the mean guy. You the... Don't know what you're talking about. The Grinch, the worst. I'm the bad pie. I'm the old cake. I'm the uh, soil grapes you got in the bottom of your fridge. Uh, uh, the uh, eggnog. Yeah, yeah, the old eggnog, too. I ain't even the, the, the up-to-date eggnog. I am everything bad under the sun. <laughs> but it always seems to turn his head back around and guys look at me later on. Hey, Ronnie might know what he was talking about ahead of time. It might not sound good now, but if you listen to me and apply what I'm telling you to do, you will come out better. Yeah. Fix the line. Yeah. I don't care if you go get nobody else to go on the other side of Garrett. If you get yeah. an offensive line, because the kid was getting open against double teams. Yeah. And when he did get open, quarterback <laughs> didn't have no time. To get it to him. Hear my cry. <laughs> Fix the line. Invest every odd dollar you have in the offensive line, getting right. better, getting depth. You got Brees. Brees can catch out of backfield and can run the ball. Figure all that Devontae Adams stuff out later. If they go out and sign Devontae Adams and draft a defensive player or a wide receiver in the first round, I'm going to kick everything over in this house. I'm telling you now. And I'm going to film it for you. Because that will be the dumbest thing that we've ever seen happen. And I'll probably torch all my Jets gear in the driveway on FaceTime, Facebook. Just so you know. That's how I upset. I'm gonna be Garrett. I'm gonna be Garrett. Y'all gonna be crying, flying down here to give me a hug because I will be totally upset with this because I've said this for over a year. Yeah. Fix the line, and I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm, I beat that horse for a year now. Now we're in the off season. Get it done. Get it done. We have some people that uh, should be visiting us soon on here. Maybe this year coming up if we come back. I spoke with Mr. Pennington himself. Who's been watching us? Hey, Chad, how you doing? Thank you for watching us week in, week out. He has some interest in joining us uh, if we come back next year. So that'll be great. Um, all the staff and everybody that's helped us out behind the scenes, Mr. Rich and everybody that's that's been great to me and Wayne and accommodating because we know y'all have family and things y'all have to do. Happy New Year and thank you. Yeah. Mr. Tannenbaum, <clears throat> the greatest GM to walk the face of the earth. Thank you so much for yeah, all hey. of you. <laughs> me and my family yeah. so thank you thank you and thank you uh again hopefully mr tannebaum go find him a front office job so he can help these people construct a productive team offensively on the line please mr tannebaum send him a letter for us you ain't got to send no other team but to just help them help us so that we can I be need to help you <laughs> <laughs> great again but yeah, man, all jokes aside, this this is great, man. I enjoyed it. I love doing this with you, my brother. Um, I pray for a better season next year for the Jets. Um, they have a very talented roster defensively. Notice I pointed out defensively. Um, yeah. few guys on special teams that had great seasons. Um, thankful for them. Offensively, I feel bad for, you know, Zach, um, who we don't know what the future holds for him, but we can tell the kid has tons of talent. 
Um, that's why they drafted him so high. Um, if they decide to bring him back, I'm sure he'll be uh, a lucky piece to sit back and learn from uh, Aaron again. But if he goes somewhere else, I'm sure the kid will catch on, ball out. Yeah. I look forward to doing this again, brother. You got any final words for this yeah. season? Yeah, obviously I co-sign on every, everything you say. And uh, it, it's just uh, crazy how the year one, you know, if you look at time of possession in the game, look at time of possession on the Aaron and Zach talk compared to everything else <clears throat> on the year. Hopefully we're not doing the same thing next year. But, yeah, doing this again with you, uh, I always look forward to it. Uh, and it's funny, I don't just watch the game uh, as a fan in one perspective. I look at it and immediately I'm like, what is LC thinking as he's home <laughs> on his couch? What is LC thinking and what we're going to say? But, dude, I love talking to you about this. Uh, and I know a lot of people, more people watched it this year. And I think they understand that our heart, you know, my heart, you know, is, is uh, in the right place from the way I talk. I'm the optimist, you're the realist. But your heart is in the exact same place. And we joke um, and uh, we speak the truth. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, <clears throat> the comments were great. Um, but hopefully me and you could do this. And yeah, Tannenbaum and Richard Producer and everybody involved. Uh, people don't realize the support we have in doing the show. So yeah, thankful. You know, Happy New Year to everybody. Look forward to seeing you uh, in the off season. Um, but yeah, love you, man. This is this was a great year, and look forward to a better two thousand and twenty four, man. Fix the damn line. That's all I got to say. Fix the damn line, and we out. Love you, buddy. Love you, man. <laughs>